Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And when I woke up this morning at 7, I, I was getting picked up at 7.45. Patrick, my fiancé, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that Whoa. this morning. Uh, I got to get to the <laughs> prayer breakfast. And I got to be on time. And a little TMI. But, um, <laughs> a lot of TMI. A, oh, my goodness. Now, the, the it wouldn't be so bad just as it is in context if she was talking to her friends. Where was she, Bill? That's Nancy Mace opening up Byron Donald's prayer breakfast. <laughs> she realized, whoa, oh, wow. She okay. realized she got a little over her uh, wheels. Uh, Nancy, uh, so we don't <laughs> want to hear about your sex life. <laughs> uh, she, uh, she has responded to that. She said, I go to church because I'm a sinner, not a saint. Glad those in attendance, including Tim, oh, it's Tim Scott's prayer breakfast. I'm sorry. Uh, took this joke in stride. Pastor Greg and I have something extra to talk about on Sunday. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Mace has had quite a week. She was talking aliens, questioning people on Wednesday in uh, in the house hearing. And then, then all of a sudden, she had this happening on Thursday. Isn't that funny? Wasn't she the she one who take the weekend off? Wasn't she the one who asked about it, what, who was flying the spacecraft? Well, she was okay. the one that answered that asked the question that got the uh, the uh, organic material answer. Yeah, it which was, was the it, most yeah. interesting takeaway. Yeah, from she the whole said, thing. "Was it a was was it the person piloting the th- the UFO of human uh, species right, right. or whatever?" She said, and that's when he said, "No, it was alien biologics or Boy. whatever." <clears throat> well. <laughs> I don't think her week next week is going to be as lively. I'll put no, it that way. It, well, it could be, but she's not making it to the prayer breakfast, that's for sure. <laughs> it was a prayer breakfast. Oh, my God. Her fiance's at home going, oh, jeez. Nance, know the audience, okay? Yeah. Well, congratulations are in order. For who? Sam Bankman-Fried. Why? The Democratic Party's second largest donor. Huh? His campaign finance fraud charges have been dropped by the Biden DOJ. No. Riffed off millions and millions of dollars in the FTX scandal. Remember that? Oh, my goodness. He, he cost those people all their money, yeah. Very quietly. Federal prosecutors. Uh, Are you kidding me? Uh, he got scot-free. Who pretended they were pursuing a criminal case against the crypto mogul. Well, they said Wednesday they're going to drop the whole charge that he violated campaign finance rules. Oh. Really? Man, it pays to be an untouchable, doesn't it? Holy cow. Yeah. Again, anybody else would be, okay, going to prison for 20 years. Yeah. Except if they're involved with the Biden clan. Yeah. Holy cow. Remember they couldn't, they claimed they couldn't extract him out of the Bahamas compound because, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, Bahamas is blocking us. <laughs> Bahamas? The Bahamas. You can walk in there like tomorrow. Just take a little skiff over and you can I get mean, anything you want. Please. It's like, come on. Ever been to the Bahamas? Yeah, man. You know, they just, they're on bah- Bahamian time. It's great. It's amazing what, it's, it's just, it's very quiet. They just buried it. They just announced very, yeah. very quietly on a random Thursday, they're going to drop the main charge against this guy. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. And at the same time, they're talking about the Department of Justice upping the ante against Trump. Sure. And now they've brought in, uh, they uh, superseded <laughs> indictment. I'm like, okay. 
Now you're going to bring in the, the property manager. He was hiding stuff, too. Oh, please. Yeah, you kind of figured something was coming against Trump. I thought it was going to be a new indictment. You know, it would be the Georgia thing or something about January 6th. He says no, but they haven't. they have brought in now a third person facing charges for the document scandal, mm. so-called scandal, that happened out of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, apparently the property manager is the third person who's been named because he allegedly erased all the tape spills, so there's no video of the boxes being moved. Oh, okay. Because, you know, they moved him from one spot to the next just before he got raided. I'm like, oh, Don't you please. hear this and think, okay, they're going after basically what a, a guy's a property manager, right? Does this make their case sound even weaker? Well, you know, and the odds are, even if he did move the boxes, he probably had no idea what they were. Somebody probably said, hey, the box is in the back closet. The closet needs to be cleared out. Move them to X. So they picked them up and they moved them. They probably had no idea what these boxes were, even if they even touched them. I'm like, come on. You think this guy, oh, yeah, he had full knowledge of what he was doing and he erased the tapes. Oh, please. In the meantime. The security system isn't better. In the meantime, speaking of Georgia, this morning, this has just popped up. Uh, they have put up security barriers, you know, the big orange plastic barriers. Yeah. Outside of the Georgia courthouse that are sparking rumors, and they're just rumors at this point, that Trump's uh, indictment over election meddling is imminent just hours after the latest legal drama. So that that's caused, I don't know, all kinds of speculation that the Georgia indictment, which everybody has expected, is coming soon. Okay. What better way to forget about the Biden crime family exactly. and what just happened to Hunter yep. Biden than to put Trump front and center? You, this is what tells you they are right over the target over the Biden crime family scandal. That's it. Oh, got to go after Trump again now. Yeah. Somebody's got to, you know, do something. Take away the, here's the shiny little ball over here now. That's right. Go look at this guy. That's crazy. It's, please, and and you have mentioned this, I can't say how many times, but if Trump really did have documents that were so highly classified, they would have brought those out instantly. You would have seen them. Yeah. The, they the, would this, have said, hey, you know This what? magic leak would have yeah. happened. It's like, please. What a game. It's, it's, they're horrible. But you know what? They throw enough crap against the wall, people believe it. Yeah, right. Exactly right. I expect, but we have to keep uh, Jean Pierre there saying they're not that Daddy will not exonerate Hunter and pardon him if he's found guilty. We have to keep that because you know that's going to come back to bite her. Oh yeah, of course. When he's in trouble and they got to get him out of trouble. All right, better news. Forget about that stuff. You got something to think about for tonight across America with Mega Jackpots. It's Mega Millions. Did we find that guy yet, by the way? Yes, we did. I John have... Crow is his name. John, John Crow. Crow. All right. <laughs> he grew up in Marietta, Georgia. Okay, we don't need like his stats. Okay. He uh, became his a elementary host. school was. No, he could be. But the guy went to like three different universities. He's got all kinds of degrees, but he ended up being a stand up comedian. He became host in 2008 of the Georgia Lottery when they had a nationwide competition. He beat out 4,700 other applicants for the job. Wow, could you beat that? <laughs> He's uh, married. He's got a son, and apparently he says he's a world traveler. Uh, but and he it, really hasn't been in radio? No. John Crow. No, no, hasn't been in radio. Uh, ha- however, he has been in other TV shows and movies. Like, uh, let me see. The, he said he was in I, Tanya. He was in uh, The Darkest Minds, The Game, Secrets and Lies, Necessary Roughness. Guess he's background. I don't know what he is. Okay, so failed actor, now is a <laughs> lottery announcer. And he's been there doing it a long story. time. Regardless, nine hundred and ten million bucks says the uh, the billboards. The Lake Worth billboard wasn't uh, updated by the time I drove by. But 
It really may be over a million, a billion already. It could be. I mean, it went. You know, when when the last drawing was what seven hundred and fifty. Yeah. So I mean, it went eight hundred and ten. So it went up a hundred million from one drawing to the next. So you're going to tell me in the three days that it went up to nine hundred and ten million and hasn't gone up since? I think they're sandbagging us. Maybe by the night it'll be nine fifty. It probably will. Be. And then if there's a rollover, which there probably will be, it'll be over a billion. Uh, places to spend your money if you win it or not for some uh, weekend entertainment coming up. And the actors, oh, they had a big rally in New York. And Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad was rallying against AI. And Disney says you can you, they're hiring big jobs for artificial intelligence. I got news for you. I think, I think Disney, Bob Iger, is going to put these actors out of business. And we've got another uh, over-octogenarian. She's 90. Senator having a meltdown. Diane Feinstein was scary yesterday. It's very scary. All right, we've got that more. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We will not be having our jobs taken away and giving to robots. We will not have you take away our right to work and earn a decent living. Jesse. You're going to have to cook, because I, if uh, Bob Iger has anything to do with it, Brian Cranston will be out of a job. Can't think of him and not think of Breaking Bad I know. <laughs> after you've seen the series. But yeah, yeah, that was the New York rally for, uh, well, they had actors and writers there. He was up there yelling and screaming. It's the uh, SAG-AFTRA strike that's still going on. I, I, my first thought is, were they as upset when the regular people were losing jobs to automation and AI? I don't no, think so. You know what? You make a very valid point because uh, how many – and I uh, instantly think of the auto industry. Oh, because yeah. Because how many yeah. people lost jobs at those plants, whether it, you know, Ford, GM, you know, Dodge, whatever the case may be, Chevy, because they were, they were replaced by machines. So you're right. I didn't hear any of them complaining about that, maybe because it delayed the delivery of a vehicle for them. But – Brian Cranston went directly after Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, because yep. a couple of days ago, Bob Iger was like, what these actors are demanding, they're being ridiculous. They need to come back to a, you know, a, a realistic world. Well, after Brian Cranston said that, Bob Iger comes out and says, oh, by the way, Disney, we're hiring at least a dozen AI experts. These are people that are going to earn up to $900,000 a year doing AI. And then they also, Sony at the same time announced it's a, it's looking for an ethics engineer for its Sony AI America division. Oh, wow. So now that okay. all of them, uh, and then they said Netflix is looking for an AI production manager. That pays up to 900 grand. I, I, I a think, lot of money. I think this is a message to the actors and writers. Listen, we've done it. This isn't like we haven't had AI-generated characters on the screen before the audience accepts it. Right. I think it's, I think they're all announcing this now as a message to these strikers. They just won't show their hands, right? Because you said it, they have a hard time with the hands. Is that what it is? They have gotten hands right, I guess. They look like Mickey Mouse hands, yeah. Think about some of it, though. The one that stands out to me always is Carrie Fisher. In that most recent Star Wars movie, she was dead. She is dead. And it's still a main role in the film. And they brought her back. I, I guess all they need is, well, it, it's kind of like AI with, with your voice. What do they need? Yeah. Like 10 seconds of it, they said? And, Set a sample. And you can, yeah. that's it. They can make a whole conversation with your voice. I, I, so, I just think in this, in this battle, I think the studios have the edge. I do. It could very well be, but most of them, from Netflix to Sony, to Amazon, Apple, they're all looking for AI specialists now. <laughs> and it could be, maybe it's just a show of force to tell the actors, you know what, you're not as big as you think you are. Oh, I think they're sending a message, you know? like I said. I think so. Yeah. So it, it, maybe that's it. But 
they're not uh, they're not cutting jobs in the AI division at any of these studios. It's already having an effect. You can take this however you want. I'm taking it as a positive. 75th Primetime Emmys are being delayed. Oh, my heart bleeds. What yeah. am I going to do? They expected that, but they still had a placeholder just in case uh. for the Fox broadcast for uh, September 18th. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's, I don't know what they're going to fill it with. Maybe a cartoon. Mm. Well, the Emmys, don't they? Emmys kick it off, and then you got, is it the the, the Directors Guild? The awards and then honestly, the Oscars? Honestly, I, don't know. I have no idea. It's uh, But they all became so political. I didn't even watch the Oscars last year. Because it's gotten so political. Yeah, I don't care. I used to love those shows. I don't Not anymore. It. Nah. Nah. I'm done. Certain shows I like, but I don't care. It's for them, you know. I don't know how we even got interested in this. It's their own little industry awards. It's true. No one else watches the no. radio awards. <laughs> There's radio awards? Hold on a minute. Wait just a minute here. I mean, you never got one? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, we were just, it was in fact, it's been like a theme of the week. It was a big topic yesterday because Mitch McConnell had a, had a oh, brain meltdown, freeze yeah. meltdown. And of course, we know about Biden. But Diane Feinstein, who we learned yesterday in our research, Diener looked it up and found out she's 90. The, the senator, one of the senators from California, this was the scariest of all I've seen on the Senate floor yesterday. She was gone. Yeah. And her staffers, unelected young staffers with their own agenda, were telling her how to vote. So the question would be, where are the staffers getting the information from? Is it their own opinion that this is the yeah. way you're supposed to vote? Or is someone even telling them to tell her how to do it? Where a country is run by unelected staffers now, in the White House and on the Senate floor, apparently. Crazy. Here's how it all went down with 90-year-old Diane Feinstein. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say aye. Okay, just aye. Yeah, yeah, just say aye. Just say aye. Just say aye. And she's like, huh? And Two staffers like, just, leaned in and started talking to her. Just say aye. Just say aye. <laughs> just kind of like that guy leaned in to save Mitch McConnell. Or how they saved John Fetterman. I mean, Because one it. of his guys is always sitting right next to him whenever he holds any kind of hearing. Okay, so here's where we are now. Here's the scorecard. We have a president who is clearly out of it and is not making decisions. Right. I mean, clear as day. Nobody's going to argue with that anymore. And two, uh, three senators who are completely gone. At least three, if not more so. You got you, know? you got Feinstein, obviously John Fetterman, and McConnell is, McConnell. is just a head full of cheese now too. Well, we found out yesterday. How old did you say Maxine Waters was? Eighty five. Eighty four. Eighty four. You got Maxine Waters at eighty four. I mean, and there were a few others we had thrown in. Uh, there's, you know, they're old, and we talked about should there be a cognitive test, and it can't be based on age because look at John Fetterman. You know, he had a stroke, and he's much younger than, you know, a Dianne Feinstein. This guy was miss. How how long was he in the hospital? Was it three months? Four, I think. It's four? Yeah. And they kept on denying it. They wouldn't bring him back. Yeah. And then he showed up, and people were voting for him. And then he showed up with shorts and his, his hoodie on. Oh, wait a minute. Was remember? That, the bo- that was a body double, wasn't it? Remember the body double? Yes. Oh, that- <laughs> you guys remember this? <laughs> they brought out, I know there's always body double conspiracies. No, this was people. a real one. It was a this, real one. A real body double, someone who they found a lookalike. And like, look, John Fetterman's okay. What was like, That's not John Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even look like him. It was a bad body double. Gosh, but then he but shows what up. what do. But then he shows up at the Senate, and he's got shorts and a hoodie on. Oh, it's I terrible. I like, what is going on? 
Hey, come on, you're a senator. I don't care whether you like the job or not. Put a suit on. And again, this is both sides. It's unacceptable. Oh, no, no. This I mean, is absolutely. Chuck Grassley's 89 years old. Right. Mitch McConnell's 81. Stop. I mean, yeah. look, if you're sharp as a tack at, at 89 or 90, awesome. If you can get the job done. These people are not. No. So you've got three. So there's only 100 senators. Let's just take that chamber for a second, right? We know of for sure, as a matter of fact, three of them aren't making their own decisions. Yeah. They're gone. They're demented. They're gone. I know. And people still vote for them. Besides. John Fetterman won after he had a stroke. Come on. <laughs> what think, is wrong with that state? Well, I think you guys got it right. It's not necessarily an, like an age limit, but it's got to be some type of cognitive yeah. test when I, you get past a certain but age. But you know what? We'll never get it now because no. they've learned through these three how Gosh. easily you can just control them. All they need is a seat warmer. Well, I'll tell you what, it, what the problem is, is term limits. If you do that, then... right. right. Well, you know, that's, what, that's what they need still, to have. You know, John Fetterman could be there for four years. Yeah. As a mush mind. People voted him in, even though he was a mush mind. So that was Come on. Problem. The guy can't talk. To, you I know, know, I feel badly for the man. I know. But he, you know, as, as, as a candidate, he should have taken himself out. Well, that would have been the right thing, but yeah. yeah. But no. All right, listen, we've got rapid fire coming up for the first time on Friday. Coming up next, a lot to catch up on. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, let's load you up with some info before you hit the weekend. Jen's got the first story. This is kind of horrifying, and all of a sudden it's gaining a lot of leg, no pun intended, because it involves a little critter. Uh, There is a new uh, disease, but it's an allergy, and people think it's a food allergy, which it is. But it's triggered by a tick bite. Okay. They call it, it is called alpha-gal syndrome or red meat allergy. What happens is you get bitten by this tick. It's called the Lone Star Tick. You would think it'd be only found in Texas. Yeah, you would think so. It's the most prevalent tick in Florida. Of course. Just so you know. It begins with a bite from that tick, which the odds are you won't know because it's painless. Right. Unless, of course, you see it's, you know, crawling on you, you find it in your hair or whatever the case may be. And then what happens is a couple of weeks later, you go out, you have a steak. Next thing you know, you wake up at two o'clock in the morning in anaphylactic shock. Oh, wow. Because so the tick bite gives you the allergy to protein or something? The tick bite contains, it has some kind of protein. It's got a sugar protein in it and it gets in your body. And that kind of is like the catalyst that whenever you eat red meat, it it kind of puts you into wow. if, from anywhere from, you know, running to the bathroom really quickly to anaphylactic shock. And it doesn't happen all the time. Not only is that scary, what a thing to have taken out of your life. Amazing. Yeah, right. Steak and burgers. Oh. It's, but they say, here's the thing, there's no, there's no cure for it, but they can help you. Doctors can help you, you know, manage it. But they, they say they tested like 10,000 people and a third of them came back with the protein. They think like up to 450, half a million people already have this and don't even realize they have it because most of the doctors don't even know what the thing is. Oh, man. Wow. So you may if you if for for whatever reason you went into anaphylactic shock over something that you had no idea why or you're getting sick in the middle of the night, just ask your doctor about check for alpha gall disease, gal disease. Wow. Isn't that wild? No blame on the wife's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> it was the tick. <laughs> it was the tick bite. <laughs> trying to kill me. Yeah. You are. I'll yeah. never go to their barbecue again. <laughs> but it, it's kind well, of scary. The good news is they've identified it, though, because imagine going through that at first and right. no yes. one knows they can't help you. They said between 2017 and 21, 300,000 tests were done. 30% were AGS is what they call it. Oh, mm. that's too bad. So that's, that's a lot of people. Yeah, that's wow. pretty wild. So 
Sad news from the world of entertainment. One of the founding members of the Eagles passed away, Randy Meisner. Uh, his biggest hit that he sang on was uh, Take It to the Limit. That was one, actually one of the Eagles' biggest hits. You'll remember this. And take it to the limit one more time. That's just a bummer. Yeah, it's really sad. Really young, too. I mean, 77 is not old. No, right. considering Mick Jagger's still going strong at 80, yeah. right? He quit after Hotel California. He uh, In 77, he was out infighting, and, you know, it was the Eagles. And uh, Joe <laughs> yeah. Walsh kind of came in, Don Henley, and, you know, we lost Glenn Fry as well, but Don Henley's still going strong. But the Eagles are pretty much wrapping it up anyway. Yeah. Well, they're all pretty old, too, yeah. you know, so. And, and Joe Walsh is off doing his own thing, so. Yeah. It's just sad, though. It is, you know, because you hear about the the rock stars who pass away, and whenever a rock star, to me, I I know it's probably the same for for you guys, too, when a rock star passes away, it's just like, oh, it's it's like a punch to the gut, you know? It really is. Well, it is. It's because for so long, and they made such an impression on you growing up. I mean, the Eagles, come on, man, that was my life. Yeah. I loved the Eagles. I saw them in concert years ago in Rhode Island. They were phenomenal. Well, I know Don Henley's still around, so that's good. They're saying, and this is actually on the Eagles' website, they had said, uh, due to complications, in Randy's case, from COPD. Mm. Oh, wow. Hmm. So I guess he had it for a while. Yeah. How screwed up and infighting were the Eagles, though, that you leave at the height of success? You're like, right. I can't take this anymore. Yes. How bad must uh, that have been? Can you, can you think about it? You're right, because that was, take it to the limit, was what was Hotel California, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, they were Album? all... They were all completely cocaine psychotic at the time. Well, wow. that might have something to do with oh, yeah. it, too. But. Jeez. Well, this is not this is a crazy story. Have you guys ever heard of this? Amazon, okay? I've heard of it. Yeah, well, I know yeah, you've heard of that. <laughs> I saw one of their trucks. I think it's one of their it's got a little smiley face kind of thing. Yeah, on. yeah, I think you've heard of that. They have, like, Prime Days and stuff. Yeah. So, the, I've never heard of this happening, where you can just get, like, a thousand boxes delivered to your house even though you didn't order something. Oh, I was going to say, it happens on a daily well, basis. <laughs> it depends on what's coming and if I have to pay for it. Because otherwise, because if not, that's awesome. I know we've had stuff delivered at a house, yeah, like 500 know. boxes, and you're like, oh, no, what did I do? Or the kids order. Right, exactly. But in this case, there's a woman in Virginia who had a thousand different packages delivered no. to her home. Boxes filled with headlamps, glue guns, binoculars, just random things. So she started to just try to give them away. But she got with Amazon. She's like, you know, my address is on here, but it's addressed to some other name. It's a Chinese name. She's like, I don't know who this is, but it's my address, but it has this Chinese name on it. So Amazon said, yeah, this actually happens sometimes. What happens is you have these vendors in China who basically are overstocked. And so to get rid of their stuff, it actually saves them money to just blanket send out a bunch of their material to send a random to address. Me. I was going to say, can <laughs> I give them my address? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> How do we get in touch with these people? That's nuts, right? <laughs> Come on. If you get some good stuff, that's great. Yeah, you never know. I mean, in her case, it was just like, you know, glue gun and headlamps and stuff. I but know. <laughs> glue gun. Yeah. So what are you going to do with that? Well, but you can resell I have it, four. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I have four glue guns. They're all different sizes. Don't get. Don't make all fun right. of glue guns. No, glue guns come in handy. Watch. I'll <laughs> get the Chinese boxes one day. I'll be all excited to open it up and be like, oh, God, it's 4,000 spatulas. <laughs> I don't want these. You can open up your own spatula store. <laughs> Bill Spatulas. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah, half price. Dun, dun. That so is I, weird, though. I've never heard of that. Uh, wow. Just, just I want to get on this mailing list, I know, though. right? But you can just randomly get someone's surplus materials. Or I don't just like think it. you could open up a little Amazon store on your own and sell it all again. Yeah, yeah. back to the Chinese uh, ladies that yeah. sent it to you. <laughs> just sent it to you. all back. All right, tomorrow's a big day, guys. Huge day. It's going to make you feel very, very old. Oh.
This movie is credited with killing the station wagon. Anybody want to guess what movie it is? Uh, 1993's at 30 years old? Killed it or promoted the station wagon? Killing it. Oh, no. Station wagons, the sales of station wagons plummeted after this movie hit the market. (laughs) Plummeted. And the minivan became the the vehicle to have. Tomorrow, it's the 40th anniversary of National Lampoon's Vacation. What? Yeah. Are you telling me America didn't want the family truckster? They didn't want the family <laughs> truckster. Chevy Chase single-handedly killed those Why? station wagons. Because they put grandma on the top? Well, no, it's because it was just, it, no one wanted that vehicle. Come on. Oh, man. Eugene Levy selling it to him. Come on, it was the <laughs> ugliest thing in the world. But tomorrow is the 40th anniversary. came out July 29th, 1983. Wow. Holiday Road, and the reason we were talking about that, Lindsay Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac fame. Look Road how long it's it. lasted, though. Look how relevant that movie still is. It, st- it, really, it still holds up. They still show them. You're right. And the Christmas one is even better. Jelly in the Month Club. Did you guys see, by the way, on July 25th, because Christmas in July, the 25th, five months from Christmas, Right. they had Christmas movies on all day on AMC. Did they, they really? They showing Elf. They had Christmas Vacation. Hard like, Candy Christmas. You I missed the Hallmark. Wow. did it for a month. You missed it. Wow. Christmas in July. It was all on a couple days ago. I know. Isn't that amazing? Five months. Yeah. Get yeah, ready. we tried to get Sunday to play Christmas music to celebrate, but yeah, listen, it didn't uh, work. And then just keep playing it all the way through Christmas. <laughs> Christmas in July. <laughs> didn't work. All right, Diener, update your stuff. Yes. We did find an alien yesterday. We did? Oh. Shohei Otani is his name. Oh, yeah, you're not kidding. He's the Japanese baseball player that for now, and he will for the rest of the season, plays with the L.A. Angels. Uh, the Angels swept their doubleheader with the Tigers. Listen to what his cat did. Game one. He gets the victory, struck out eight batters over a one-hit complete game shutout. He pitched the game. Holy cow. He hits two. So in game two, he launches a two he launched two home runs and drove in three <laughs> runs. As the Angels won that one too. This guy oh, is just does this? he is Babe Ruth. It's, That's he incredible. Really is. No, he's he's a once in a century player. He's amazing. Yeah. And, and he always played for the Angels? Yeah. But uh, well, in this in the States. Right. Yeah. He played in Japan for what five, yeah. six years. So the Angels. So it's big speculation where he's going to go next year because it's not going to be the Angels. But they're going to hold it. They weren't. They're not going to trade him before the deadline next week. They're going to hold on to him for this season, and then he's up. They're talking about the range for salary. It might be to the six fifty seven hundred million dollar range. Oh my God! Yeah. But could, he's two players. That's it. That that's wow. It could be the richest contract in sports history, but and he should be. He's American awesome. Sports. Yeah, and he's fun. It's, it is incredible to watch. And this isn't a one-off. You know, if, the, no. if someone hasn't heard of him, this he does this. Like, this is why this guy is so incredible. I this love watching him. I, it's, I, it's great. I can't wait to see where he goes. It's I not going to be the Angels. No, I don't think so either. No. So, what was my second story? <laughs> <laughs> Got so excited about Shoei Otani over there. Oh, geez. All right. So, I'll just throw, I was going to save this for later, but I'll just throw it out there now. Guys, global warming is over. Finally? Yeah, it's over. What, what, why is it over? Well, the aliens are telling you this? No, no, it was the UN Secretary General. He said the era of global warming has ended. That's great news. But the bad news is he's saying that global boiling has arrived. <laughs> it's I'm, a new I'm level. Out. I'm out. Global boiling? I'm out with this. We got a summer heat wave. <laughs> I swear to you. And they're jumping on this more than you've ever heard before to blame all of it on global right. warming. In recorded history. Okay, recorded history is about 150 years. Global boiling, Bill. That's okay. where that's where we're out now. No more global warming. This is this is the UN Secretary General came out and said this yesterday. Okay.
You know, but you realize before all boiling. this, they were saying it was global cooling. You know this, right? Yeah, there was. There were but they didn't sell. No, and in the seventies, they were predicting another ice age. Oh. So, yeah. so now it's we're just going to boil. But now we're boiling. Okay, uh, just wanted to let you guys. Uh, in case you didn't know, I'm so glad you you shared that with me. Global I'll be careful boiling. and carry ice with me everywhere I go. Hashtag. All right, we'll have a uh, Mega Millions update for you for tonight and heading into the weekend. That and some other headlines coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Speaking of payoffs, payoffs. <laughs> Hopefully this pays off tonight. Across America with Mega Jackpots, it's Mega Millions. Yeah, 910. I, I mean, we've been here a few hours, but uh, as of this morning, early o'clock, the Lake Worth Billboard by 95 was still at 910. Yeah, I don't think they're going to change it. If they change it, it'll probably be around 5, 6 o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, I could see that. And, and you can't tell me it's not more than 910. Unless they guess, <laughs> which you know they don't do. Because it went from 810 to 910 overnight. Right. When there was no winner on Wednesday or whatever day it was. They had the drawing Thursday, whatever day. And so there's it went up $100 million. So they know they got the money. I think they got another $150 million in, in, you know, they're just sandbagging us. <laughs> what you hiding back there? I, it's like, yeah. come on. You can't yeah. tell me it's not more money. Well, if it rolls over again, you definitely have a billion to talk about for Monday. We know that for sure. Yeah, and do you think we'll ever find out who bought the ticket in L.A.? No. Because if you waited this long, they're smart. Yeah, they're, they're planning. They're putting their, they're putting their team together. God, how do you do that? I don't know. I'd like to try, though. Wow. I'd love to have these problems. Yeah, I know. Uh, closer to home, unfortunately, the swamp has come to home. Special counsel Jack Smith is adding a third defendant in the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case against former President Trump. Dun, 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 dun. Carlos de Oliveira. He's yeah, a maintenance worker. Yeah, at uh, Mar-a-Lago. But he, Bill, was solely responsible per Donald Trump for erasing videotape or whatever you want to call it. Erasing all of this tape that proved that they moved the boxes in question because they were like just, you know, scattered all across Mar-a-Lago. All right. Hold, like, okay. So hold on a sec. Doesn't this, I mean, the real takeaway should be they really have nothing in the documents case. No. If they're, this Carlos de la Vera, the maintenance worry, he helped move boxes. Yes. And now he's named in the indictment? He helped move boxes along with the other guy. Okay. He moved boxes too, but they're saying de la, this Oliveira. Oliveira, he erased video that proved uh, they moved the boxes. Okay. So all of a sudden that. there's gaps in this video and they're blaming this guy. Mm. I, I think. Sounds like they're really grasping at straws here. I'm like, okay, come on. You know what? Stop. Who cares? 
But they got a. It was a bad week, bad, bad, really a month for the Bidens, though. So you got you got to come down hard on Trump, right? That's the reaction. And now the update this morning is security barriers have been erected outside a Georgia courthouse. That's sparking all kinds of rumors that Trump's indictment over election meddling is imminent. Just hours after this latest uh, Mar-a-Lago documents drama. So he's going to be there today, right? Instead of going, isn't he in Iowa? For that l- big luncheon? Is he there? Is he going to be part of the they luncheon? They said everybody was there except for Chris Christie. Well, yeah, because they can't feed him. <laughs> I don't know. Now, this is just speculation about Trump and the Georgia uh, courthouse because this barrier, they don't usually have these big security, you know, uh, big orange barriers outside, but they have today. Okay, so l- l- what way? What better way to move the shiny ball off for Hunter, Hunter right. Biden? And, you know, Karine Jean-Pierre saying that the president isn't going to pardon his own son in the event Hunter does go down for tax evasion and the gun laws violation. Uh, well, let's take that away and let's throw the shiny ball over here. And okay, let's call up the Georgia courtroom and say they got some mobster coming in. So let's put up all these big orange cones around so people think it's the former president. I well, that's put a good it, theory too. I right. wouldn't put it past him. That's you are right. Even if it doesn't happen, if they're not even close to an indictment, you make it look like it is, yeah, and that's so, all the media talks well, about. Yeah, that's a good theory. You know, just like uh, the the property manager erased all the video. Well, it, it is convenient. You know what? Anytime something bad happens to a top Democrat, oh, yeah. oh, in yeah. this case, the Bidens, yep. Hunter and father, uh, all of a sudden, it, it always seems to be it's Donald Trump they pick on. He of gets indicted for something else, or he did something bad, or he did this, or he did that. Or They're over the target with the Biden crime family, so you get a crackdown on Trump somehow. What yeah. else can we find? It's like, but it's interesting. They're all going to this Lincoln luncheon in Iowa today, and Chris Christie's the only one. And I told you this this morning, and you went, and your first comment was what? When I said Chris Christie wasn't going to be there? Well, as we said 60 <laughs> seconds ago, because they can't feed him. They can't afford to feed can't afford the Can't afford the food. <laughs> Anyway, they each get 10 minutes. Oh, wait, to answer they're like, all the oh, questions. wait a minute. It's a buffet. <laughs> no, uh, Christy's not coming. <laughs> all right. That's below the that's belt. Terrible. Sorry. I know. But have you seen him? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a little chunky. I'm sorry. Hey, coming up next. <laughs> how do you mark uh, the occasion of sadly hundreds of Anheuser-Busch workers being laid off because of something you helped cause? Well, you uh, you release a video marking your 500th day as a woman. Oh, that's you, exciting. You should hear this thing from Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, and, and he's it, blaming Budweiser for delaying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's their fault. And an update on the uh, the Bud Lights, the Bud Light Anheuser Busch situ- Bush situation. It's not getting better. No, they're in big trouble. Uh, maybe some weekend entertainment stuff too. All coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Hi. Today would be day five hundred of being a girl if I was still keeping up with that series, but I found myself in kind of an interesting position. Uh oh. Oh, what so, would that position be, Dylan? How's, how's the Anheuser-Busch situation going? Oof. Now, I feel sorry because there were literally hundreds of AB employees that were fired, uh, officially got their letters yesterday. Right. How do you mark that occasion? The, per- the person that was the endorser for the thing, Dylan Mulvaney, you heard right there, released a video. Not, not a mention of those folks, obviously, no. but marking the 500th day of being a woman. 500th day of the woman uh, of a woman that she took a break of like two and a half, three months right. of doing because the Budweiser situation destroyed her mojo. Okay. And basically she didn't she was so threatened and she felt so afraid she didn't want to come on and say, oh, I'm so happy that I'm a woman today. I don't blame Dylan for doing the endorsement, but no. this is a little over the top, too, and the timing was horrific, as these people lost their jobs, sadly. Yeah, they, lo- so, what, they laid off hundreds yesterday, right? Here's what else uh, that person said. Because if I make the content that I want to make and freely share my trans joy, 
I subject myself to a lot more trauma. So lately, I've chosen to scale back in order to protect my overall well-being. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. That's right. why she went to Machu Picchu. Okay, right. And, and played with the llamas or did whatever it was that she was doing. The main point being, it's not getting better for that company, and they still don't have a clue. I swear to you, if that CEO of Anheuser-Busch would come out and say, you know what, we really screwed up. We understand you now. You're our customer base. They would. I think, you know, people are forgiving. They'd understand. It's not It's no. not going to turn around now. It's not. It's done. It's, it's over. Yeah. And this guy just hasn't a clue. I mean, and when they talk to him, what? He didn't talk, remember? He didn't come out and make a statement for at least a good three weeks. He wouldn't say anything. He didn't right. say anything. And then he came out and he said, oh, we do it all over again. Ooh. And I'm thinking, boy, you really want to tick off your customers. Are you kidding me? And now he's wondering what's wrong. You're right. I think now it's it's kind of like the, you know, the cow's out of the barn and already had the baby at this point. You can't come back now and say, hey, I'm sorry we screwed up because I think your loyal customers are going to go. Yeah, no one would believe it. Yeah, we're done with it. Not you. now. It's, 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 I'm telling you. Next time you see a Bud Light truck, let me know. I haven't seen a Bud Light truck. I've seen Budweiser trucks. I think they repainted all their trucks. Oh, did they? They rewrapped them? I bet you they rewrapped them. I used to see a Bud Light truck every morning, a tractor trailer. I mean, it's like clockwork. Same place, same time. I don't see it anymore. I see a Budweiser truck. And I mean, it's sad. You had the, the, the delivery people who work, they're like contractors. You know what I mean? That's that's sad for them. Right. And we've had the bottling, two bottling places closed. Closed. And now the hundreds of AB employees got fired out of St. Louis. That's sad. But it's not the it's not the customer's fault. It's not the it's not the no. the customer base. They just made a uh, a buying decision. Right. And you're starting to hear that now. Do you and hear the you Charles Barkley thing? No. He's uh, ignorant rednecks. You know, blaming them. Who's are you who, kidding who's he me? Been paid? No. <laughs> what, what, where did this, right, where did this blame the consumer come from? Right? I, you know, what's that all about? It, I think it started like you know, 10 years ago because, you know, you go to any retail place, they always say retail business is the worst. But try to deal with some of these people, oh, you know, and I bad. think it's because they've been ripped off so often by, you know, maybe not s- such scrupulous people. But try to bring back an article of clothing. You've worn this before. Uh, no, I tried <laughs> it on at home. It didn't work. So I'm bringing it back. Well, it, there's a spot on it. Oh, okay. And they'll argue with you. And it's like, no, I had nothing to do with this. And that's why, okay, I'll give Nordstrom's credit. Nordstrom's never ask you a question. They actually agree with you as a customer. And they'll take anything back and trade it for you. Hence yeah. why they're very popular. Absolutely. And successful. We have a customer service problem, I'm telling you. It's not just staffing. I don't know what's going on with these with these companies, but yeah, they blame they. Yeah. You're the first to be blamed. It's right. your fault, not them. Right. It's not the. It's not that you bought a faulty product. Well, in the world of the swamp, it's hit closer to home now. Special Counsel Jack Smith is adding a third defendant in the Mar-a-Lago classified docs case. Oh yeah, it was that property manager? He erased all that tape video. Don't you remember, Bill? Carlos de Oliveira. He was a maintenance worker. It says was. I don't know if he's still there, but helped. Uh, Aid Walt Nada. Remember him? He was the other guy I mentioned. Move boxes containing classified documents. Yep, move boxes, and then they erase the tapes to prove that they moved the boxes. There's there's gaps in the video. And and these and Mr. Oliveira there, he was the Oliveira. He was the one who erased them all. I'm like, you kidding me. But it was under the direction of said Donald Trump. He told them, you erase those tapes and you move those boxes. You know, again, I said this in rapid fire, I think. I think it's just a sign of weakness of this particular case, that they're going after a maintenance worker? Really? 
It's, this is you, what, where's the bombshell individual document that apparently put the nation at risk? Because because if it was there, then we would have seen it. Yeah, I want to see a love letter, you know, from uh, yeah. you know either a, a Putin or a, the Chinese president or even Little Chubby from North Korea. Where, where's the where's the bombshell? Yeah, where you're selling secrets. It's like, please, you know, if they had that kind of information, he would have already been arrested, and he'd be in prison by now. But then again, you know. Hunter Biden's still walking free, so one never knows. All right, to distract you from that, after you win Mega Millions tonight, you get some uh, money you can spend at the nation's theaters. You going to go see this one? What? Your ghost host. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. That's out this weekend. Now, this wasn't affected by the actors and writers' strike. This was already planned to be released after, you know, Barbie. Barbie weekend is still going to happen. I, I think so. I mean, this is, you know what? It's, it's, I love the ride at Disney World. Haunted Mansion's it's my probably, favorite attraction. I, me and you both. I've, I've always liked it. But, you know, it stars Rosario Dawson. She and her son move into the Haunted Mansion, and then she brings in all these other people to, like, I guess, get rid of the ghosts. And it's just, it's supposed to be just like the ride. But, I mean, the, the staff. The cast is incredible, which makes me think the movie isn't so good. A little top-heavy on uh, salary. Yeah. Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito. Ooh, Tiffany Haddish? Lakeith Stanfield, don't know who that is. Neither do I. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jared Leto is a ghost. Wow. How about that? He looks like a ghost, so that makes sense. But Tiffany Haddish? They're going to have to clean her up considerably. Well, it's still Disney. Wow. All right, if you don't like that, there's another okay. option for you. Talk to Me is coming out this weekend. That well, sounds like a nice romantic comedy kind of thing. Not really. No? Okay. It's an Australian horror movie. Oh, jeez, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I know, it's starting. <laughs> it's already Australian movies are making their way. Young woman named Sophie attends a seance involving an embalmed hand. Oh, jeez. In hopes of conjuring the spirit of her deceased mother. How disgusting is that? <laughs> You, you want to hand? Hey, you want to go see Barbie? No, we're going to the Australian <laughs> horror movie. So is that? So let me ask you this: If you're an actor and they're on strike, can you go to another country and do a film? I know. Ooh, no, you know, I don't think so. Like would Australia? No. Would Australia's Same union people? Oh, is it? They I think were, so. Okay. Oh boy. That's I. I, I think um, Barbie's going to win, and Oppenheimer is going to win again this weekend. It's be just like last weekend. Yeah, same thing, different day. Remember yesterday we were talking about decrepit lawmakers? Yeah, we talked about uh, Mitch McConnell's meltdown. Uh, well, even scarier yesterday was Diane Feinstein, who's 90, being told how to vote by her staffers on the Senate floor because she was not there mentally. She's has I mean, it's really scary. And she hasn't been there for a while. No. But now you get to little kids telling her what to do. Oh, my God. Uh, Mega Millions Update 2 coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We will not be having our jobs taken away and giving to robots. We will not have you take away our right to work and earn a decent living. Well, I think that's actually going to happen, Brian Cranston. Wow. That was New York yesterday. Yeah, they had all those actors. You're right. You know, it was like the who-who's of uh, who's-who's of uh, Hollywood showed up in New York to protest. But it all started because uh, they wanted more money for streaming. And rightfully so. I can understand that. You know, it's their product that's being, you know, sent out to all these streaming services. And the studios are making a great deal of money off of it. They should get a bigger percentage. I understand that. Kind of like the music industry. But they don't want to re- be replaced by AI. And then Bob Iger, almost instantly after these guys all went on strike, the writers and then, and then the actors came out and said, what the actors want, they're being totally unrealistic. And they, it's kind of like delusional. And they're going to end up losing. 
And we all went, well, you know, the actors aren't going to lose. And then Brian Cranston says that yesterday. Disney fires back almost instantly and says they're looking for at least a half dozen AI specialists, and they're willing to pay them about nine hundred grand each. I'm convinced that's a message now. Oh, wow. I was unsure before, but they're sending a message. That's crazy for sure. And they're not the only studio saying that. No, Netflix did the same thing. They want an AI product mm-hmm. manager. Amazon and Apple. They have dozens of jobs open in the same field. But the interesting one was Sony. They're looking for an ethics engineer in the AI department. So I guess the ethics engineer will make sure that they don't cross over any line and, and they can be sued by the actors. I, they're going to get they're going to end up cutting these people. I, I think the studios have the edge in this. They really do. And it, I didn't think it would be the Disney studio leading the way to fight back against this. Well, you know what? If you think about Disney, if they go back to all animation, look at how successful their animated films were. Oh, yeah. You right. Know, they don't they don't need an actor or an actress. They can. I'm telling you, we're sending our tapes to Disney right now. Anyway, <laughs> let's not forget though. It was it was Disney's. You remember when they bought the Star Wars franchise? They're the most recent three of the big movies that they released. There were a couple of AI characters that didn't. They were dead, including Carrie Fisher. They they were brought back in a big way. That's amazing. And until the story came out, the fans didn't know. No, no, it's pretty wild. Look, Jamie Fox. Just recently, they said that he was in the middle of well, the end of filming with, it, with the, the film that he was in before he had his medical mishap. And then they put in his body double and used AI to finish the film. So they finished the film without him. It's going to happen more and more. It's so, cheaper. They don't sue you. They don't walk off the set. Well, if you think, say, Disney says they're hiring a half a dozen AI jobs, six-figure salaries, okay? So say they pay him $800,000 each. So they're, they're out, you know, close to, you know, $8 million, $7 million. That, that's probably less than half of what they'll pay a star for one film. But they got these people on staff for how many years to yep. do how much work? Yep. Yeah, they, I think you're right. I think the studios are going to end up winning on this one. Probably. Wow. Well, it's been a theme, a weird theme this week about elder, uh, well, how else do you say it? Decrepit lawmakers who are completely out of it. Mm, it was mean, brought to light again because of the Mitch McConnell just brain freeze. He looked at the camera. It was like total, he was totally lost for a good 20, 30 seconds. Yeah, he was gone. He was not there. He was okay after that, but I mean. Yeah, he had, what did you say you found out that you can have uh, a seizure and and not, you know, like fall on the ground? and just standing seizure, just he was completely still, but he he was was, gone. Yeah, he was not there. So that, that, you know, led to the discussion about, obviously, Biden is the most obvious one, but you got John Fetterman, don't forget about him. We looked up a bunch of ages of lawmakers, people like uh, Maxine Waters in in, uh, the House, Yep. She's 84 herself. Right. But seems to be pretty sharp, I, I, and I think at least with it. We huh? even talked about Diane Feinstein because Feinstein, they had said to her a couple of months ago, are you running? And she said, I haven't decided yet. And they said, well, the Democratic Party just said you're not running for re-election. She didn't even know. Well, she didn't know she was on the Senate floor yesterday because it comes up for a vote. It's her time to chime in. She was lost. She started rambling. Now, her aides twice came into her, uh, you know, bubble the first guy said, "Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna vote yes on this." When she keeps on talking, you'll hear here in the audio another aide say, J- "Just vote aye, just say aye." It told her what to do. <laughs> this is a sitting U.S. senator, and it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say aye. Okay, just aye. Aye. Mm. She's an empty chair. Yeah. We have unelected staffers running. There's only 100 seats over there. 
Well, you know what? It, it's she's just as bad as John Fetterman. Fetterman has that guy that goes with him everywhere. Who, when he gets in trouble, kind of just inserts himself and says, "Oh, you know, the senator said to say this." Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> but you, they, okay, people voted voted Diane Feinstein back in for what term? Her fiftieth term. The woman's, you know, half dead. And, and it's not her fault. I mean, she's running and people are voting for her. So who are the people who are voting for these guys? That's the problem. They they don't know. No one gets involved. They say they get involved in politics. They look at the name and say, oh, she's been our senator for, you know, eight terms. She must be doing something right. I like yeah. where I live. I mean, Let me vote her back in. How important name recognition is. You yeah. just look at it and say, oh, yeah, yeah okay. We'll that's it. For her. You know, so. So you've got Biden, who's obviously gone. He's not making his own decisions. That's not happening. Her. You've got Fetterman. You've got McConnell, who's just a mess. Because there's no bipartisan. You know, wow. aging isn't bipartisan. I mean, our, aging isn't, isn't partisan. It's, uh, it no. affects everybody eventually. Yeah, and it, it's not necessarily age because Fetterman, it has happened to be a stroke. But, I mean, there has to be either, you know, so you can say, oh, you're going to have term limits. Well, it, it wouldn't have affected Fetterman because he's kind of young. There has to be some kind of too. a term limit cognitive kind of test somewhere along the line. But I don't think we're going to get it now because they realize they can make these people puppets. That's, you know. The puppet it, masters. And who has all the power? The ones that are old. Amazing. And have been in there for, you know, 50 years like Joe Biden, like, you know, a Chucky Schumer or somebody like that. Well, that's all very scary. Here's something better. Across America with mm-hmm. Mega Jackpots, it's Mega Millions. Tonight, one nine ten. 910 million say the billboard still. I think it's going to be a little bit more, but yeah, go buy a ticket. You know, as, as, as they used to say, it was a great campaign by the lottery. You can't win if you don't play. But Bill's theory is even better. What do you say? I don't know. What do I say? I don't remember. I never oh, okay. remember what it is that you say. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you can't lose if you don't play That's either. That's it. Okay. All right. We've got, uh, you can't you can't miss with rapid fire coming up next because that's some stuff to come up uh you know, we'll inform you, but entertain you too, hopefully. Uh, set you up with some information before you hit the weekend. It's coming up just past bottom of the hour in just a couple of minutes. Keep it here next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All weekend long, you're going to be able to talk about some stuff with people because we're going to inform you, Jen. Yeah, well, you better watch out. And uh, Trader Joe's having a banner week. Wow. Uh-oh, what now? Earlier this week, we they had a recall. Remember two of their cookies? The Trader Joe's Almond Windmill Cookie oh, I and do, the yeah. Trader Joe Dark Chocolate Chunk and Almond Cookies recalled. Why? Well, they had rocks in them. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> Actually, part of the windmill was in the windmill cookie. <laughs> that's not good. Rocks. Don't tell me they're taking away like feta cheese. I, they sell some really good cheese, like feta and goat cheese. Well, oh, if you good. have Trader Joe's Unexpected Broccoli Cheddar Soup, it has unexpected parts in it. <laughs> oh, unfortunate name. Insects in the broccoli florets. That is an, that is an unfortunate name. And they were sold in Florida. So that wouldn't stop you, me. That's just extra protein. They should, in fact, I think they should charge more. The, the odds are, you know what, you probably wouldn't have even known the bugs were there. No, probably not. Depends you know. on the insect. I mean, are we talking like... I don't know what it is. Not like a cicada bug. I mean... Oh, uh, no, gosh, no. It's not like, you know, a three-inch cockroach yeah, is going to come say. climbing out of the soup. I am just maybe parts of it. Is it like a grasshopper wing? I what have we no about? idea, but they're recalling nearly 11,000 cases of it. They probably found one bug in one factory. Factory. Probably. Yeah, because like there's the FDA allows so many bug parts to be in food. 
Oh. Really? What? It's what true. yourself out? Look into cereal and bugs. Oh, no. Oh, oh it's always. guaranteed. I got news for you. Another place, rice. Really? Oh, yeah. So, as you're enjoying your <laughs> breakfast sandwich at 8.35. With, with your just, cereal. Ignore everything we just said. <laughs> just, I just destroyed Watch out for the bug part. <laughs> Jeez. As a new, uh, new rule, it is in effect. What? And it's going to cost the airlines a lot of money, but it's going to change maybe society. Oh, no. What? The Department of Transportation has just announced a new rule that will require airlines to make restrooms large enough for two people. Oh, oh wow. Whoa, whoa. Now, the purpose... <laughs> whoa, hold on. We'll get to that. The purpose is to make at least one restroom large enough for passengers with disabilities and their attendants to enter a maneuver around, you know, because that's going to be tough, right? They're very small. That's true, too. They are very small. Of course, the rest of the world, like us, we're thinking Mile High Club. Yeah, Ooh. well... I would get ready for a lot of, when we talk to Jay Ratliff on Mondays, our Flight 850 uh, guy, get ready for a lot of Mile High Club stories when this goes into effect. Wow. I'm not kidding. Can, you can go to jail for that, right? Yeah. You get caught? Yeah, right? you can. Because it was such a prevalent thing. The thing Literally. is, you don't get caught. How do you not get caught? I was thinking about that, actually, as Chris and I were flying back. Oh, not, you were not thinking that. about it. Hold on, you? hold on. That sounded okay. bad. Really? That sounded bad. We know what you two were doing. Okay. <laughs> no, no. When we were flying back from Austin, I went to the bathroom on the return flight, and I was like, how do people, two people fit in here, number one, and do that? And number two, how do you even sneak in there with anybody seeing you walking right by the, the flight attendants That's and what I wonder. Because anytime I line up to go to, especially the, the one in the back of the plane, yeah. everyone is looking because they're looking. Because you try to time it. Right. 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 So you're like, all right, that guy's, well, he'll take a while. And then, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know how you would sneak two people. I don't I, know. I don't know how you do it. I'm not going to try. I, I don't think anybody's been a member of the Mile High Club in recent years. Yeah, it might have been before well, when they were a little lax. That might change now. Yeah. <laughs> With the new rule there. Thanks a lot, COVID. Another thing that ended. <laughs> Actually, that's a great segue, Bill. I appreciate that oh, because look at that. I have an airline story as well. Uh oh. Allegiant Air coming out of Fort Lauderdale. I think we're all pretty familiar with that scenario. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It was a scary moment yesterday, honestly. It w- they were flying out of Fort Lauderdale, heading toward uh, Lexi- Lexington, Kentucky. And they're at 23,000 feet. So at this point, they were, they were by Cape Canaveral area. So, they, mm-hmm. they so they're still climbing. Yeah, exactly. They're still getting to that cruising altitude, but they're pretty high up there, 23,000 feet. All of a sudden, they come across a private jet. And they're both at 23,000 feet. Oh, jeez. And Somebody they are going to collide. And at the last oh, second. Oh. Well, this, you tell me this. I'm getting on a plane in three man, weeks. You'll you know. be right. Are you flying Allegiant out of Fort Lauderdale? No. <laughs> okay. At the last second, the Allegiant flight got the alert somehow, some way, whether it was alert in the plane or, for, or from air traffic control. And they had to abruptly climb 600 feet to avoid a midair collision That's yesterday. That's really scary. I bet you that happens more than we think, though. Man. It's, it, wow. it probably does, but for whatever we heard about this one yesterday, it, it hit the uh, hit the news cycle, and I have the video up on the Morning Show blog. Oh, of course you do. 850WFTL.com, and of course on the app on the Morning Show blog section. What I have on there is, of course, the news report, but also the animation from air traffic control or flight aware. You know how you can see all the planes in the air at one time? You see these things going right at each other. One, The private jet is heading uh, east over the ocean, and... The Legion Air One is going north over Cape Canaveral. You wonder if, if they're going to make that like like a you know that side collision is what would have happened. If the plane's happened. radar picked it up and they just said pull up, pull up. I yeah. would hope so, but it was a close call. Wow, scary for the people on the flight. Everybody's okay, but man, you know, we hear again back to Jay Ratliff, our Flight 850 segment on Mondays. He's told us that so much of this is automated. Is there a if the radar tells them that they're that close, does it pull out of the the way anyway? 
Oh. Regardless of pilot control. Almost Either like a Tesla would probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that if they get too close to the ground, it says terrain, terrain, pull up, pull up. Right. But they have to pull it up. I, I don't right. know if the plane does know. it now. It might. Mm. I mean, the standard joke my ex- ex-husband used to be there'd be two people in the cockpit, the pilot and the dog, and the dog was there to bite the pilot if he touched anything. <laughs> yeah. They're that all automated. The, it's all, they're all automated. I think in that case, though, you have to climb as the pilot. So yeah. if you're uh, getting ready to park at PBIA... <laughs> Enjoy that flight. So we scared I mean, you with your cereal and right. breakfast sandwiches, and now we're scheduled for your flight. So That's what go. we do. But I have great news for you, because McDonald's is getting ready to open spin-off restaurants. It's a new chain called Cosmics. Not like, isn't there like, isn't there like a Cosmic already? It's a Sonic. A Sonic. Yeah. This is Cosmic. It is described spin-off. as a small format concept with all the DNA of McDonald's but it, with its own unique personality based on the character Cosmic. Do you guys character? remember no. Cosmic? No. No. What? Appeared in the 1980s. He was a space alien. Kept on stealing all the food from Ronald McDonald. Really? I yeah. have no recollection of that. Let's I remember all... the Fry Guys, the Hamburglar, Grimace, nope. of course. Mac the Knife? Yeah, it's Mac the Knife. Mac the Knight, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, the Knight, oh yes. He was nope. a moon guy. Cosmic. that guy, you're right. A space alien, you go look him up. Why, listen, why would you need, I've hmm. seen tiny little McDonald's, why do you need a spinoff? I have no idea. Very strange. If anything, I, they should have spun off with the characters we just named. Like Grimace. Yeah. You know, Grimace would have been a great one. Or a Ronald McDonald. Well, Ham- they got Ronald McDonald House, so. Hamburglers. Yeah. Who was yeah. the girl? Remember the girl? She had, like, the long hair? Yeah. She looked like Hamburglar, but a girl version? Yeah, we don't know what was wrong with yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> forgot her name. Wendy stole her. She was unfortunate. <laughs> they tried. They sold her off. That was a shame. Poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> all right, we all know this famous Eagle song. And take it to the limit. Guy uh, singing that one, Randy Meisner, uh, sadly passed away. Original founding member of the Eagles, uh, 77. He had left in 1977 at the height of Eagles fame. He said it was just too much. He act- Right there on the Eagles website, it says he died from COPD. Wow. Had it for a while, had battled it, but that's too young. Well, it's sad. That's a shame. I, I didn't realize he was the lead singer on that song. Yeah, right? I know. No, I didn't know that either, voice, actually. High voice. That's, that, is, that is sad, though. I always hate, you know, hearing the news about different musicians or rock stars, you know, or even actors, you know, when, when they pass away, because it's like you, they become, you know, a, a part, part of, of your you. life yeah. in, in well, a sense. You I know? know it's tough, and you realize what, it's just a tough life, I guess, because yeah. so many of them die young. That's, but, that's not, that's it's, not old. It's no. usually part of your, like, conscious memory, you know? Right. You remember where you were when you heard that Eagles song. Sure. And you remember when you saw the Eagles because of that, and you're like, wow, you know? That's kind of scary. This was, well, talk about scary, actually, Jen. You're going to have good news over there and end it on a good note? Not really. Jeez. So, the, remember the naked woman in San Francisco who's shooting oh, yeah, traffic? shooting people, yeah. yeah. This really wasn't on, like, national news a lot yesterday for whatever reason. Maybe because they still try to cover up how much of a mess San Francisco is. I don't know. No pun intended. Well, yeah. So, if you're not familiar with the story, it was, she was filmed by, you know, uh, passengers in the cars and stuff going down a freeway in San Francisco. It was a naked woman with a gun shooting at cars as they're going down this freeway. Eventually, cops came and apprehended her, of course, because she could have killed somebody. Everybody was fine. But she's not being charged. <laughs> oh, welcome to San Francisco. Me. According to exactly right. According oh, to officials. Oh, my God. She was experiencing a mental health crisis, and she has yet to be charged. You've got to be kidding me. I wish I was. Now, if someone had run her over to try to, like, stop her, that that person would be in jail forever. They would be in jail. That's right. This is insane. 
What I'm telling doing? you, we've said it before. California just sounds like a Joker movie. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, especially God. San Francisco. San Francisco, they can't give real estate away anymore. I hate to say it, but they have insane asylums for a reason. I mean, it's... Oh, no, that's... We have to stop coddling people who need help. They need help. Give them help. And they're dangerous. And they're dangerous yes. to other people, not only themselves, but to other people. My so gosh. Wow. So as of now, maybe that changes, but as of now, not being charged. Gosh. They'll, they'll put her on some kind of drug and release her and say uh, she'll be fine. Just That's, that's kind of scary. Yeah. That's really scary. That is scary. Well, thanks. Sorry. God, I, we better lighten things up I, after I, I that. My God. Say, that's how we end. <laughs> I got a lighthearted story for you. You do? Yeah, yeah, we'll lighten it right up. Okay. What would your reaction be if you found hidden cameras in your Airbnb? Oh, oh my God. Did you hear about this one, though? No. Are they selling this stuff? Was it like live stream somewhere? I, 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 that would I be don't the know. killer. You tend to think of, you know, hotels might be a concern, but an Airbnb you rent? You know what? Wow. I, I saw this story late yesterday and thought, we're renting an Airbnb and we would go to Rhode Island. I am going to check every mirror, every window, every oh, light switch, every light. Anyway, we'll it's kind of creepy. We'll tell you where that is. And uh, Representative Nancy Mace, she had quite a week. She was at the <laughs> alien hearing, and then she, well, you shouldn't talk about your morning activities before the prayer breakfast you attend. Yeah, well. <laughs> she was lighthearted about it, though. Yeah, she just didn't realize the audience, no, I she think. she didn't. And more next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. As you head into the weekend, a couple of things to be aware of. First of all, Mega Millions tonight. They're still saying 910 million. Might be a billion pair pretty soon. And today, it's going to be, uh, as you heard Steve say, it's going to be a little cooler, but kind of crappy. But it's going to clear up for the weekend. So that's all good news. It's this tropical wave that's making its way across the state. The blob. The blob. So get rid of the blob this morning, and then by this afternoon, it's nicer. And then for the rest of the weekend, it's drier. That's nice. Absolutely. Works for me. Uh, what would you do if you were a couple and you were in Maryland, you rented an Airbnb, and uh-oh, you find cameras inside of smoke detectors? Oh, my God. i die. Well, these people are suing. Here's Kaylee Gates talking about the lawsuit. I went into pure panic, like pure shock mode. I've definitely had many a cry session about it. Uh, it has just, like, I can feel my heart start beating really, really heavy and fluttery whenever I start thinking about a situation. It's got to be a disconcerting feeling. I mean, I don't wow. know how you would find it in the first place. I wouldn't even think to look. The question is, I mean, and you see the, the video cameras and you know you've been obviously taped and you press charges. Don't the police, don't you have any, like, recourse as far as criminal activity? You have to. I mean, I would imagine you, you know, that's an invasion of privacy. But especially if someone's watching this. That's like creepy, creepy. But I was thinking about this saying, I don't know what even the defense of the, the owner of the Airbnb could say. It's like, well, maybe, you know, there's been so much damage to Airbnbs. Well, you know, uh, for security. Or I mean, that'd could, be a flimsy defense, but I could see them saying that. Or they could say they didn't put in the cameras. Somebody oh. else might have that rented it. That's right, too. But I, ne I would never I think, think of that. checking in a, an Airbnb for cameras. That's a pretty creepy, wow. uh, creepy feeling. Ooh, no thanks. Wow. Wonder how often? Ooh, I don't no, know. no, no, no. That 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 reminds me of like you know serial killerish. No, that's not good. Not Carry good at all. I hope those people get a lot of money and whoever taped them goes to prison. That's creepy. Well, it's been an interesting week in the news for sure. First of all, we had uh, all kinds of things happening uh, in all different kinds of categories. Then we had, of course, the alien hearing, the the oh, UAP right. hearing in mm -hmm. Washington on Wednesday. Representative Nancy Mace from South Carolina was part of that. She was the one that asked the question that got the yes, we have organic material answer. Yeah, because she asked who was piloting the right. UFO. Was it a human? And that's when she said they said no, it was an alien. Well, how do you follow up that day? The very <laughs> next day, you go to Tim Scott's prayer breakfast. 
and you open it up. She's the MC. Probably oh not the kind of content they were looking for here. I think she realized she was getting in over her head for a second. And when I woke up this morning at 7, I, I was getting picked up at 7.45. Patrick, my fiancé, tried to pull me by my waist over Whoa. this morning in bed. Uh -oh. I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Whoa. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast, and I got to be on time. And a little TMI. but uh, <laughs> A little TMI? <laughs> she should just take the uh, weekend off. You know? It's like, okay. She uh, she had a great recovery, and she actually did then because it was nothing, you know. She just kind of realized she was speaking out of turn. She tweets this morning, I go to church because I'm a sinner, not a saint. <laughs> Glad those in attendance, including Tim Scott, and my pastor took this joke in stride. Pastor Greg and I will have something extra to talk about on Sunday. That's funny. Well, good for her. I, can, I, think she just, I think it was, you know what, it was a prayer breakfast. It was before she was fully caffeinated. It, it just kind of slipped out. And she probably was running late. So, yeah, it was like she had to explain why she, you know, came in all frantic. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere the fiancé is going, oh, jeez. Oh, thanks. I got to ask. I got to answer questions about this one now. now yeah, next, next time we go out in public, thanks, don't do me any favors. All right, we're out of here. We'll be back uh, Monday morning, maybe, unless we win Mega Millions. We hope you win Mega Millions, but thanks for listening. Hope to see you on Monday morning at 6.